0: Hello and welcome to Casting Views, a podcast with me, Lou and Me, Dan. <laughs> where we pick a subject each week. Could be anything, something relevant in the news, something that we just find funny, and well cast some views on it. This week is week two of our food week. And before we get stuck into the main course of of, of what we're gonna what the subject's gonna be today, <laughs> I'm gonna hand over to Dan for our promo and you'll understand obviously why I'm handing over to Dan for the promo once you've heard it.
1: Yeah I'm gonna do the promo thanks Lou because it's a promo for the Fuck My Work Life podcast and yeah thank you for letting me say it because you know I love saying the Fuck My Work Life podcast. Um, If you haven't listened to them why not they are J&K and they are pretty much as the title suggests they read out and discuss listeners um and tweeters stories about bad days at work funny stories or weird stories at work i'm not going to say kind of what the the last couple have been about you you honestly need to to check them out actually lou in one of the last episode because they call they endearingly call their listeners fuckers which apparently (laughs) the listeners voted for that and in in one of their recent episodes they're actually discussing us i think they played our promo and they said i wonder what they call their viewers so we've now got to come up do we call them casters do we call them viewers is there another name we come up with we'll have to we'll have to think of that (laughs) a job for next week but anyway enough of enough of me let's let's hear from them
0: have you ever had a bad day at work
1: well the fuck my
2: work life podcast is perfect for you
0: host J and k share listeners entertaining stories from the workplace which may have you thinking you don't have it so bad after all
2: find Fuck My Work Life on your favorite podcast platform. And we're back. I feel like it
0: is just an excuse for you to say a swear word, isn't it really?
1: What the fuck, my work life podcast?
0: Yeah, yeah, it is because obviously you're the you're the much less sweary person on this podcast, and I feel like there it gives you a real paw for you to turn around and say. And also, whilst we were having our ad break, Dan evidently pointed out the fact that we're not on week two of food week; we're actually on week two of food month. <laughs> yeah. So evidently, you can tell I'm a little bit tired today, <laughs> but nonetheless, we will be digging into our main course now. It's from, it's from the so... big meal you at for dinner. <laughs> So this week's episode is all about competitive eating.
1: Yeah, yeah. Competitive eating. I wish I had taken that up. But...
0: <laughs> and you know what? I mean, to be fair, if you'd have witnessed us like, you know, around our Italian dinner table on Sundays, you'd probably <laughs> think that we could we could be competitive eaters, to be fair.
1: Well, I could definitely go for food challenges. Some of them I'd love to have a go at that. Yeah,
0: yeah, I feel like there there's a few that I would happily have a go at. But some of them that are, are just a little bit too nuts, if that makes sense. So <laughs> should we start with particular types of food eaters? Should we sorry, food eaters, food contests, or particular people? What kind of favorite competitions did you see when you were doing some research into competitive eating?
1: Well, I took a slightly different tack. So I looked at like the history of it and when it kind of started. <laughs> and then I <laughs> well. Okay. You're, you're just like, do you know um on countdown?
0: where you've got the person that gives you like <laughs> the definition and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like all <laughs> yeah. of a sudden you're like, this
1: is the facts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, well, the thing is, whenever we suggest a title, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to do this. And then, you know, you fall down a rabbit hole of kind of a lot <laughs> or a thread of investigation. You pull a thread and you go down that. So I kind of looked at the early examples and the history of it and then the rules around it and the organisation of it. I did get some, some eaters, but then I ended up, completely different than looking at food challenges some in this country but the majority as you'd probably expect in the states hello our american listeners so yeah i mean shall i just mention some of the early where where we think it started competitive eating
2: yeah i'll
0: tell you what give us give us the origins of the craft
1: so apparently the first recorded pie eating contest took place in toronto in 1878 which is actually quite quite far back really i I wasn't expecting it to be that far then there are some notable there were some notable examples of early eating contests. There or contestants, sorry. There's a guy called Joe McCarthy who consumed 31 pies in a competition in 1897. <laughs> <laughs> a chap called Frank Dotzler is also noteworthy for well consuming 275 oysters, eight and one-eighth pounds of steak, twelve rolls, and three large pies all washed down with 11 cups of coffee in 1909. That was in
0: Manhattan. As if, as if your stomach couldn't take it, your heart can't take it over.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's up all night with the pains because of the 11 cup, <laughs> cups of coffee. I mean, 275 oysters and 8 and one eighth. It's, its a fact It's eight and one eighth pounds of steak. Is that extra? You know what was that? Just a little <laughs> bit they chucked on that. You know, it's like he'd eaten all the, all the remains, and it's like, well, you might as well have this little bit. <laughs> but they think the recent surge in popularity came from the development of Nathan's hot dog eating contest, which is an annual holiday tradition that's been held on the fourth of July every year since 1916 at Coney Island. However, while the origins are debated, it it was believed to have begun as a result of four immigrants who tried to eat as many hot dogs as possible to show off their patriotism. In 2010, though, promoter Mortimer Matz admitted to having fabricated the legend of the 1916 start date with another man called Max Rosie in the early 70s as part of a publicity stunt. So just it feels like with everything, even as innocent as food eating, there's, there's a mystery or a, <laughs> or a deceit to an origin. Just a couple of other things then before we go into kind of the, the, the modern day. There's there is an organization. There's a ma- the organization of major league eating, the Emily started in nineteen ninety seven and that was a key development in increasing popularity. And it organizes between seventy and eighty eating contests per year across North America.
0: That's pretty impressive. Like that's actually something that's like got substantial pull to it as well, isn't it?
1: Yeah. I'll skip the next bit I had because you've mentioned specific eaters. So if you don't mention this guy, I'll come back to it. In 2011, so this Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest, which I mentioned earlier, they also organised that. And in 2011, it introduced a female-only tournament. Yeah, that's kind of a little little rundown. So basically from humble beginnings in 1878 of a pie eating contest through to now where you've got an organisation, the MLE, MLE, running 80 80 tournaments a year
0: (laughs) see this is actually like a proper professional sports league and from from what I imagine I imagine that lots of competitors do just have sponsorships and that sort of thing when I was doing a look at competitive eating just generally as well I looked at the type of people that are competitive eaters and this will be something that I feel like is a running theme when we talk about some of the people that we're going to talk about but I always find it weird that a lot of these people are super skinny
1: oh yeah and do you know what I found out a reason for that there's a theory behind that
0: yeah, I feel like you you know when you've got people that are turning around and eating literally professionally eating tens of thousands of calories. The first person I was going to talk about because they're quite a notable one on YouTube was Matt Stony. Now, Matt Stony he's got loads of world records as well. There's actually a breakdown of all of the world records that he's had ranging from bacon to birthday cake, to <laughs> <laughs> pancakes, to popcorn, all of that sort of thing—it's unbelievable. And again, just just on the nature of people being small, he's five foot eight and weighs sixty-one kilos.
1: Okay. Oh, you, what's that in stone? I, I'd have to work out what that oh, is. Oh, I don't in know stone.
0: what that is in 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 proper old money. But yeah, really, really <laughs> small small guy. He makes loads of videos on YouTube, like competitively eating basically anything and everything. I think he's got the world record as well for the fastest. What's the children's meals you get from McDonald's? Happy meals. Uh, happy meal. <laughs> I think it's like the fastest, the fastest eating of a happy meal as well. But he's been around for years as well. So he's actually touching 30 now. But he was breaking world records back in 2013. So what? That was when he was about 21.
1: I love that he's been around for years. He's 30s, 15 years younger than me. (laughs) He's been around for years. Yeah, he's a baron. (laughs) He is a baron.
0: (laughs) Um, First world record broken was birthday cake. Five and a half pounds of birthday cake in nine minutes. Now you see, I couldn't do a sweet challenge.
1: I couldn't do a sweet challenge.
0: But honestly some of the statistics are absolutely mental. Here we go. 2014 at the Elk Grove Pumpkin Festival. 20.8 pounds of pumpkin pie in 8 minutes. Wow. And then with reference eight to minutes. the fastest 8 minutes. That is that is two and a bit newborn children
1: in 8 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> Yeah, that's a, that's a bit of a different slant on that, isn't
0: it? No, 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 but just just for context, also, you, know, you know, it, you it, know yeah. what a baby looks like, but you know, yeah. that, that's that, that's a lot of food, that is, Jesus. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah don't, have, don't have any babies nearby. <laughs> um,
0: the fastest McDonald's Happy Meal record that he set was eaten in 15.22 seconds back in 2014.
1: Yeah, but to be fair, I can probably polish off like the quote adult meals quite quickly. So a Happy Meal, you probably just inhale. <laughs>
0: Well, funnily enough, I actually think that includes the drink as well. Oh, okay, okay. okay. Which I think is slightly okay, more difficult. That's... And then I think yeah. the most impressive is all of his competitive eating <laughs> records. Bacon, 182 slices.
1: And how long do you reckon it took? 182. Oh, God, I- I'm not going to know. Say, all right, even if you say it took two seconds, what's that? 180, that's 360 seconds. What's that? No, that's that's... No, that's too long. That's about five minutes. No, go and tell what? what is it? Five minutes. Oh, it is a five minutes. Yeah, five minutes. Wow.
0: 182 slices of bacon.
1: That's one every two. So it's not even the fact, you make it, or oh, I make it sound easy, yeah, one every two seconds, but it's just the amount, isn't it? After a while, that grease and that taste, because I love bacon, but it's quite a rich flavor, isn't it?
0: Yeah. And um, kind of in terms of, Competitive eating as well, whilst not an actual competition. Have you ever heard of the Heart Attack Grill in Las Vegas? Yes, yeah. went yeah. viral, yeah, because people yeah. that are like over 350 pounds eat free and they do yeah. crazy crazy burgers and that sort of thing. Last year, he ate a 20,000 calorie burger in four minutes and 10 seconds. Jeez. Oh, That's what, the intake of what, a man for probably eight days in four minutes and 10 seconds.
1: Bloody hell. I'm, I'm going to go back. No, go on.
0: Well, sorry, no, go on, go on. You no, I was going to say, I'm
1: going to go back to the bacon bit, though, right? Whilst I'm still not saying it's not a great challenge, I think this must have been American bacon, right? I think if it yeah, was English bacon, so. it would take longer. Yeah, yeah. You know, those rushes yeah, because, are different to the streets. Yeah, bacon. English
0: bacon's quite fat as well, so I feel like the American stuff is quite crunchy and crispy, maybe.
1: Yeah, I reckon it would be interesting to see if he's done it with, quote, English bacon and see how much, how long that would take him or how many he could do in five minutes.
0: I feel like it's a bit too gritty, though, English bacon.
1: I don't think it's inclined for speed eating, if you know what I mean. Like you said, the, the, the crispy, streaky bacon, you can probably, like you said, crunch it in two bites or shove it, shove it all in your mouth, as it were. Right? If you've got a fat rasher of bacon, it's probably slightly <laughs> harder to, to eat quickly. He actually, as well, holds
0: one of the records. Now, I imagine one of the contests that you were probably going to talk about was the Nathan's 4th of July Oh, that's the one I've hot mentioned. Dog yeah. Context. yeah. 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 So he actually placed first in that. And I believe that Surprise. was in 2015 for eating 62 hot dogs placed first.
1: Jeez. I mean, and that's is that, impressive, is that I the think. Sausages? Is that just the sausages or the bun? No, no, well? no. That's the bun and that's the, the bun, bun and right, the. Yeah, a, yeah. Yeah. It's the bun that would get me. Yeah, because it's all bread and all carbs. Having said that, it's probably the the 21st sausage would also get me. But the the, the bun, (laughs) it's a bread, that's a filler, isn't it? I just, oh, man.
0: But yeah, currently ranked um, fourth in the world by the MLE. Um, sorry yeah yeah The MLA. I love how they've got literally on their website they've actually just got like a world ranking it's absolutely hilarious um, but Matt Stoney's done loads of challenges on YouTube in terms of um, I think the one that I watched most recently was like jelly or jello as you, you'd call it in the States and he literally just turned around and he made an absolute ton of this jello stuff and just sat there eating it I just thought to myself I was just like if you throw up It's just all of this gluttonous nonsense. And then I think he made protein shakes. But, you know, with like a whole one of those tubs of protein powder. Yeah. I think what he did is he just polished one of them off and it turned out to be something stupid like 30,000 calories in one sitting. (laughs) absolutely really? ridiculous you should google and have a pick, have a look at him because you'd never think the bloke puts away 15 thousand calories in in one sitting 15.2 million subscribers but
1: yeah it's bloody impressive to be fair <laughs> wow but that's the thing if you vomit i mean i've got here so we can go into it after you know you, you name a couple more but you can't vomit you're disqualified and can you imagine going through can you imagine if you did it on like the penultimate one which meant you didn't qualify so you've gone through all that and you don't don't get the record, and then you throw up, you know, in front of everyone. I mean, that's got to be that's just got to be heartbreaking. <laughs> I'll um I'll go on to speak about who the MLE
0: claim is the greatest eater in history. Let's do it. Go on. This is a man named Joey Chestnut. Yes, and awesome. again, by the no, great,
1: <laughs> great name, great
0: name. <laughs> it is. Yeah, it is amazing. Uh, Thirty-eight, two hundred and thirty pounds. Joey Chestnut is the greatest eater in history. That is not empty editorializing or bloviating. (laughs) That is empirical fact. (laughs) If you look at the list of records that this man holds, 46 world records across 46 disciplines. I love that. Disciplines, 46 disciplines. He includes the records for hot dogs. Again, this is the world record for hot dogs. Hamburgers. (laughs) Some of them are just so weird. Corned beef sandwiches, fish tacos, And of all of them, what did we talk about in the food episode? He holds the record for Twinkies. Oh, really? Oh, my word. I couldn't think of anything worse. (laughs) In 2013, he turned around and in six minutes, how many Twinkies do you reckon he put down? In how many minutes? Six. Six minutes.
1: Right, so they're, they're quite small, aren't they, if I'm thinking of, if the ones we get over here are... are yeah,
0: real. well, I don't know if the American ones are slightly larger. I i don't
1: know. I imagine Again, I reckon be. you can polish. You could probably do it in two seconds, but there's going to be a slowdown. All right, let's say... Oh, is this going to be utterly crazy? Let's say 220. Oh, no, 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 not that many. Oh, it's not One, that many? 120. Okay. 120.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, He is the greatest competitive eater <laughs> in history, but he's not that bloody good. Sorry, what's the matter with you? 121 Twinkies, yeah. Joey Chestnut, up your do game, have, mate.
1: Do you have to open them, or are they unwrapped already? That... I think they're unwrapped already. God, if Joey, if anyone knows him, get him in touch with us. I'd, I, I Literally, I would absolutely love love to speak to him. I mean, we love our food rights, so yeah, get in touch. He also holds the
0: record for Philly cheesesteaks. Now, a Philly cheesesteak oh, was six, six inches long and in 10 minutes. So I guess that's basically the equivalent of me saying how many six-inch subways do you reckon you could do in
1: 10 minutes? I oh, see, this is a pro- problem. I wouldn't know because I just love enjoying my food. I couldn't imagine finishing it. You know, just I'm just the opposite. <laughs> yeah. I, I want to be in a slow eating contest. <laughs> how, how many did he do? He did 23
0: six-inch Philly cheesesteaks, but Philly cheesesteaks as well are a lot of, like, dairy. There are a lot of meat. And I imagine, yeah. again, being in rich, America, they're proper portioned pleasure. as opposed to the shit that we would get here.
1: Yeah, anyone who knows him, please get in touch with us.
0: Yeah, I feel like I'd love to just speak to the guy because I'd just turn around and be like, "How do you know what always concerns me as well? Is how do you realise that you're good at eating? Do you actually just sit down at dinner one day and you turn around and think, oh, you know what, I'll put a lot away, I'm still hungry. Or is it something that people just train for? I feel like there has to
1: be a natural element of being talented at this. I wonder if it's sometimes, does it start off as a dare or does it start off as a, I wonder if I could do that. I remember when we spoke in the, uh, the record breaker episode, we said the same thing. What makes somebody think about doing something? So is it just boredom? Is it a stroke of genius? Is it or is it a dare? Or drunk. You got drunk one day and someone said, How many hot dogs can you eat? (laughs) Let's try.
0: Yeah. yeah, that's the thing. I don't. I, I just don't know how it would have started. And again, I mean, Joey Chestnut has had a really long career. <laughs> this, I just love the MLE website. It's so it's so epic. Chestnut defeated Kobayashi at the 2007 Nathan's Famous Nathan's Famous Fourth of July Hot Dog Eating Contest to return the mustard yellow belt to the United States, and that's actually true. I'm being serious. They do give you like a WWE style championship belt for a hot dog eating contest, which must be class. Like but you must be walking to mustard bars,
1: coloured because that's like the the condiment of choice, isn't it? On on the hot dog, the mustard. <laughs>
0: it's just do you know what it is, as well. When you see some of the stills of these contests, and you just got a dude half scramming a hot dog in his mouth, it's absolutely. Brilliant. Oh god, it
1: doesn't it doesn't look pleasant. It's not it's not elegant. These contests are they? I've seen some of them. It's... Well, the hot dog eating one as well, I've always
0: found, because I watched some clips from the Nathan's hot dog eating contest, and they genuinely look like they're in pain at some points.
1: Yeah, well, I've seen the chilli eating ones, and those people are definitely in pain.
0: Yeah, well, you know what as well? That's what I think. I think there are two different types of eating challenge that are like the major ones. There's volume, and then
1: there's heat. Yeah, volume and... Difficulty, probably, maybe, yeah. The, the the heat ones, I just, I would stay away from those.
0: Yeah, because I feel like they can do even worse damage to you. And i actually, think there are instances of people that have been like hospitalised from eating chilies that are too hot. Um, I think the name of the guy that invented it was Ed Curry, who's the one who bred the Carolina Reaper. Oh right, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he actually owns a company when he developed the Carolina Reaper, and I think he still holds the record for the hottest um chili ever created and they actually have a do you know we talked in the strange sports one yeah yeah. um about we are the champions where we looked at cheese rolling there's actually one on chili eating episode Um, two yeah yeah it is and he's actually in that and you've got people in that who are again doing these chili eating challenges and I think they finish on the Carolina Reaper and they are genuinely in pain, unimaginable to anything else. I just that don't lived. know how it's they like... do it. I
1: mean, they're, they're like six or seven, eight rounds in, aren't they? And I'm thinking I could probably do a couple easier. I, I used to really like my chillies and I could probably do a couple. But after that, I'd be in pain. I, I, I'm telling you now, I don't know how they get to like 10, round 10.
0: Yeah, because I think they start off with small stuff as well, don't they? They'll start off with like a Carolina Reaper or something. Small stuff. And then stuff. all of a sudden, oh, sorry, <laughs> sorry, they'll start off with a jalapeno yeah, and then slowly work not. their way up
1: to it. <laughs> But I love the way you make it sound like it's a marshmallow or something. I mean, they're still bloody hot, aren't they? That's, you know, jalapenos are what people look at and think, yeah, I'm going to add that to my pizza because that's that's going to be hot. You know, and that's their starter.
0: Well, I actually did have a look at um, do you know like the Scoville heat scale when it comes to yeah. the chili eating contests? Yeah. So a jalapeno sits at eight thousand Scoville units, and jalapenos are hot, but they're not yeah. you know, they're not, you know, horrific things. Then you've got Cayenne pepper cayenne chilies or peppers, which are fifty thousand Scoville units. Um you've got a Scotch bonnet, and now this is terrible, but I remember my dad not telling me what it was uh, and giving <laughs> me a tiny bit of a Scotch bonnet when I was yeah. young, and it literally blew my head off. Three hundred and fifty thousand Scoville units and then you skip up to the Carolina Reaper which is what they finish on and it's 2.2 million and then on the Scoville (laughs) on the Scoville unit heat scale after this the next one up is 5.3 million Scoville units US grade pepper spray (laughs) yeah (laughs) like that's the only reasonable
1: comparison that they can bring do you know what right like I said I used to love my chilies right but acid reflux has got in the way of that recent years damn you (laughs) But I remember once, yeah, I used to love them. What I did, I'd chop them up, put them on my steak or put them in salad. I even used to put them in sandwich. I'd make a ham and cheese sandwich for work and I'd put jalapenos or chilies in my sandwich, right? Once, Tesco a supermarket was selling ghost pepper. And I bought a bag of those and I was chopping them up. And the other half said, um, before you put that in your food, you would just want to try it first. And I was like, nah. And then I said, well, maybe. I put the knife to my tongue. And just the juice alone, I was sweaty. I turned bright red. I, I, I said, "You know what? I'm, I'm thinking better of it." I, I'm, yeah, and and I don't eat them. But I, I said, just just the juice alone, and that's not even the hottest one anymore. But yeah, you've got really
0: burly blokes literally crying with pain <laughs> when they're doing these chili eating challenges. And you know what? I don't know how Ed Curry hasn't been done for some form of, you know, like actual bodily harm for selling the products that he does. But his nickname is Smoking, which evidently <laughs> yeah, bet you know, he is. <laughs> 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 leads into uh, the uh, the thing. I actually think in the program, if I remember rightly, he did just put one in his mouth with his dad, and he turned around. And he said, so, "No, we're used to chilies; we like it." I was just like,
1: <laughs> he, "He literally must have no taste buds left, surely." I remember actually. Slight diversion. I remember once at a, at a place I worked at, kind of like you know, remember the we mentioned before the ice the ice bucket challenge. Yeah, the place I worked at did it was for charity, but it was a chili challenge, right? And you would be nominated, and you. You paid a pound and you had to eat, I can't remember the two. It was two chilies, not not anything massive, but it was it might have been um, a Scotch bonnet and I can't I can't remember the other one. Let's let's say a jalapeno for 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 want for of trying to remember. You would then do it and you would nominate two people and they would have to do the same. And one guy said, Do you know what I love chilies? I'll have both. All right, <laughs> you know, all right, Mr. He ate both, and I'll tell you what, about an hour later. He just went as pale as anything. And he looked really ill for the rest of the day. But, you know, he wouldn't own up to the fact that he couldn't handle it. <laughs> yeah, chilies they're deceptive, man. They're deceptive. Because the,
0: the thing is as well, I always felt like with the eating ones in terms of the volume, I always felt like there was a sense of achievement behind them. Yeah. Because you're putting down lots of volume. Whereas with the chili ones, I feel like it's just unnecessary
1: self-harm. Do you think it's a bit of it's a bit of machismo? It's a bit of I'm better than you. Look, I can eat yeah, 20 chilies. Do you think it's a bit.
0: Maybe. Of... It's not what it looks like when they've turned around and put a <laughs> bit chili in their mouth, though. Like I'd rather I'd I'd rather turn around and, and lose out on the manliness testosterone contest if it meant not having to do
1: that to myself. Yeah, I just I just wonder if it is a bit about being better than everyone else whereas i I know in the normal food eating there's an element of that but it feels like yeah like you said you've achieved something it's almost like um because i've got i've got a little bit here about training and preparation and in my head i've got like a rocky montage leading up to it (laughs) but instead of pull-ups and pulling like carts along you know they're starting off with two hot dogs and then that they're you know they're kind of like eating. Crisps and they're eating sweets, and then it finishes with them with a plate of 60, you know, and then they're shouting out, You know, I did it <laughs> <laughs> so, all, all
0: to the tune of uh, what's that song, that um, Rocky song, No Easy Way Out,
1: yeah, or um, <laughs> do you remember Weird Al Yankovic did um, Michael Jackson's Beat It but did eat it? So it'll be... <laughs> <laughs> there's one
0: more big notable character, and I'm only going to mention him because he's in the UK. Oh, go on. Yes. So I feel like I have to. His name that you would have seen him on YouTube by is Beard Meets Food. um, But his name's actually Adam Moran. Now, (laughs) again, I've been looking at everyone's descriptions on um, the MLE website and they're brilliant. This one, Beard, as he's referred to by the eating community, is a YouTube sensation who's dedicated his MLE career to bringing the mustard yellow belt to the UK. It is like a uh, WWE promo. Doing so would mean destroying American pride in the name of our former colonial overlords on our nation's birthday. Should that ever happen, the tears in Coney Island will flood this nation for, from sea <laughs> to shining sea. We pray it doesn't, but we wish the beard, the well, wish the beard, well, in trying. <laughs> oh. it's honestly amazing. Um, he he, basically just storms around the UK, absolutely ripping to pieces basically every UK eating challenge that there is we don't really have many of them here and i feel like they're not particularly excessive here we should reach out to him yeah come on adam 1.71 million subs do you reckon we're big enough for that yet? Yeah.
1: well we'll we'll cover him we'll we'll we'll, we'll do a, an episode especially on him
0: oh my god yeah maybe i'll tell you what maybe we could just be a sponsor for one of the video episodes and we just pay for his meal that day <laughs> well actually <laughs> two hundred <he's... laughs> <quid> later. <laughs> That's that's just the first course. (laughs) And he's eaten 72 pancakes. (laughs) Yeah, that's
1: the starter, yeah.
0: But yeah, I feel like in terms of the UK as well, it's difficult because obviously he's technically the number one competitive eater in the UK. um, And he's the highest Brit. He's actually the highest, I think, non-American on the MLE website. Um, but it's difficult in the UK because apart from like an individual pub or restaurant doing some sort of obnoxious challenge, I feel like competitive eating in the UK isn't really a thing and hasn't really caught on yet.
1: No, I remember as a kid it being featured again on TV programs as a novelty thing rather than, yeah. you know, it was like, oh, look from around the world, look at in America. Yeah, these people eating. And and it was more of, um, how do you put it, not to laugh at them, but it was more of an, amu- an amusement thing. and And I think it's always stuck like that. I don't think we've ever taken food eating, whether there's, a, whether there's a social element to that, you know, in terms of do do people want to see people, 10 people eating like 600 hot dogs between them? I, I, I don't know. But, yeah, it's never really taken off, has it?
0: Do you feel like because in the UK, maybe it's more we don't have like that kind of obsession with like the excess, if that makes sense?
1: Yeah. Yes. Yeah, there's probably something in that. But yeah, it'd be interesting why you know to to, to find out why. But, but yeah, maybe it is a mix, mixture of all those things. Maybe there there was um I do remember there there was a pub or something that did. I think it was a pie eating contest, and I think it's been cancelled for the last couple of years because of COVID. But I think in that area it was. I'll have to find out. Maybe we we keep saying these things. Maybe you and I can do that. <laughs> yeah
0: maybe we should go <laughs> although i don't know if my bowel disease would agree oh actually um, <laughs> yeah. yeah you know what that's the only really thing holding me back from comp- being a competitive eater because i am one extra fat bastardo <laughs> but, i was, I but was actually gonna say
1: i was gonna say obviously yeah sort of but bowel disease aside if you if you can you can do that would is that something you'd be Tempted to do? It. I don't. I don't think it is. I, I don't think I could do it, and I don't think I'd want to do it. Mainly, because... what in terms
0: of getting into competitive eating? Yeah, yeah. <sighs> I don't know. I feel like, again, it would depend because I feel like I wouldn't want to sit down and eat anything that was just, you, you know, like if it was something cheese, but I feel like I, I would love to do donuts or if it was even something <laughs> chocolate or ice cream, <laughs> I would love to do sweet stuff. Or if it was pizza, for instance, if you turn around and said, oh, right, pizza. That's it. we've My got God. a 13 foot pizza. Can you eat it? I'd be like, I don't know, but I'm going to fucking try. Well,
1: well, you want to <laughs> stay tuned to what I've got coming up later on then, if you want to hear about that. Yeah, I can do sweet stuff. I can do sweet stuff. It would have to be savory. It would have to be pizzas, pies, stuff like that. I couldn't do sweet.
0: Oh, I always feel, though, that that's those are the ones that are are a little bit more underwhelming because it takes up too much room.
1: But then again, maybe, you know
0: what, maybe my bowel disease might help me. (laughs)
1: Yeah, 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 because
0: what goes in must come out. And with me, it comes out much more quickly than the average person.
1: Yeah, but it can't come out while you're doing it. That's the problem. You get this. Oh, yeah. because <laughs> yeah,
0: And you know what? That's what that's I, I think that that's really discriminatory that they do that in a lot of eating challenges where they say you can't use the toilet. I think that's horrifically. Unfair. I
1: remember um, I got addicted years ago to um, man versus food when it hit, hit this <laughs> it was country. Brilliant, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. And I remember there was one and it was a pizza one. And one of the rules that I remember saying to them is it can't come out either end. <laughs> you've got three but but they had to finish it right i think it was a huge pizza and you could, you could do it between two but you had to keep it in you for five minutes so it wasn't just enough finishing it you had to finish it in a set time and you couldn't you had to keep it in you for five minutes after you as well so they added that little extra little caveat to it
0: i think that one's a little bit unfair but i guess it just stopped someone just immediately gorging it yeah. down knowing that they're yeah. just going to throw it back up
1: The thing i think of and in a second i can go into it. i've got the rules around events and some training and prep that they do the thing for me is i just want to know how they feel after that's that's what i didn't look at and maybe i didn't want to but you know once you've eaten 20 pounds of pumpkin pie once you've eaten 62 hot dogs once you've eaten what was it 220 twinkies how do you feel after the 12 24 hours afterwards well, now this
0: is a good example because the English guy Beard versus Food, Beard meets Food, sorry, that I talked about, did <laughs> actually do a video, and I think he went on a podcast talking about the effects. Now, if I remember rightly, it was a poutine eating challenge.
1: All right, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And poutine is like that potato thing with like gravy and cheese and stuff, isn't it? Isn't it a Cana- is it a Canadian thing? If I remember correctly,
1: I wouldn't be confident in saying it, but. I'll say yes.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think it was. And so basically he talked, he told this story about how he was doing a poutine eating contest and he talked about the night afterwards and he said that it was the closest he thought he's ever come to dying as a result of competitive eating because he turned around and said, it's It's not funny. It's not funny. You have to go and watch the original video because it is mental. He turned around and I think he said that he lost use of one side of his body wow. and he literally just spent, the entire night shaking on the floor. And I think that, it was yeah. as a result of like either the salt or sugar levels in yeah, his body yeah, being yeah. so high that it was basically just blowing the roof off of all of his natural Jeez. like mineral balance. Um, and he said, he said, I literally just sat on the floor shaking because I couldn't do anything. He said, and that was literally just everything catching up to me. I thought, so there must be some serious health effects. And I know obviously he's a young, he's a, he's a relatively young guy now, you know, he's 36. So he's not even remotely in the age where, you'd worry but it does make you wonder as to whether or not when he starts to hit kind of you know your age or um (laughs) (laughs) as to whether or not he's going to have any lasting effects from that sort of thing
1: jeez i mean the thing is so and i'm sure everyone listening we've all done it you know when you're eating something unhealthy or you know something you shouldn't have we've all done that been on that night where you've gone a step too far and eaten that extra donut or you've eaten that extra thing and you do feel a little bit rough do you, you know when you re- you know you've had too much and you can feel a bit sick and that's just if you've eaten an extra hamburger or something let alone if you've eaten an extra 30 it is yeah the, the body man what what you must put the body through
0: and that's the thing it's kind of like
1: imagine do you know when you've eaten to
0: excess because it's true like what you've just said we've all done it haven't we we've all been out and said yeah i'll make room for dessert when really you know you probably shouldn't or can't Imagine yeah. just feeling like that, but constantly for probably forty-eight <laughs> hours is how this man felt.
1: Well, I've got some things about training and preparation. So, shall I shall I say some things about that? Say how they they train for for an event.
0: Yeah, yeah, go for it. Let's see if I can get my regime in. Uh, in check.
1: <laughs> well, well, it says it says a lot of competitive eaters undergo rigorous rigorous personal training in order to increase their stomach capacity and eating speed with various foods. Stomach elasticity is usually considered the key to eating success and competitors commonly train by drinking large amounts of water over a short time to stretch a stomach. Oh, right. Yeah, others combine the consumption of water with large quantities of low-calorie foods, such as vegetables or salads. Some eaters chew large amounts of gum in order to build jaw strength. But this is what, and coming back to something you said earlier, but they said paradoxically low body fat percentage is thought to be better for competitive eating and it's called the belt of fat theory and i had a look actually just before we 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 started to do this and it's actually being proven well not being proven but it's much more now a, a belief thing so going back to what you said that a lot of them are all small people what they're saying is if you've got like that large belt of fat around you It stops the stomach expanding. It constricts stomach expansion. So that's why they're saying, ironically, people with lower body fat are better at competitive eating, which, yeah, like you said, you wouldn't think that, would you? Yeah,
0: I guess it makes sense, though, because I guess even with body fat percentage, like your visceral fat, which is all the stuff that's around your organs, you can't have much of that, surely, because otherwise it's going to get in the way, isn't it?
1: Yeah, and I think that's it. Yeah, it's a, it's a visceral fat, particularly around, you know, the middle, <laughs> around the waist. If, if you've got that, that's going to constrict the stomach. So that's, a, that's the theory, the belt of fat theory, it's called. For the marquee event, Like and, and this features a lot, so maybe we'll get a sponsorship, the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest. Some eaters like current contest, Joey Chestnut, will begin training several months before the event with personal time trials using the food of choice and repetitive Uh, Sorry, retired competitive eater Ed Cookie Jarvis, trained by consuming entire heads of boiled cabbage, followed by drinking up to two gallons of water every day for two weeks before a contest. And this is the thing, right? We were talking about the toll on the body. Due to the risks involved with training alone or without emergency medical supervision, the IFOCE, which I think is the MLE as well, actively discourages training of any sort. Oh, really? For something like, Food eating you think oh you can do it but yeah due to the risks involved with training alone or without emergency emergency medical supervision they discourage it so you know that that just says what it must do to the body you know it's, it's
0: i mean the fact that the people that are the ones that kind of like are the are the overseeing body turn around and say to you even training is too dangerous for this please don't do it must say something mustn't it
1: yeah yeah could you imagine if like the fa say yeah, we don't want you playing football on your own or in the backyard or something. Yeah, you know? yeah. They're, like, oh, <laughs> they're like, don't go to training tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> but there are also, sorry, I've just got a few things. There are specific rules of events, right? So competitive contests often adhere to an 8, 10, 12 or 15 minute limit. Uh, many of them, many professional contests also employ a series of judges whose role is to enforce the contest rules. I mean, you'd expect that the judges will also be called upon to count or weigh each competitor's food and certify the results of the contest. So imagine that, having to weigh food. I mean, it's uh, that's that's down to the degree to make sure everyone's eating the same. And I guess you have to. I guess, you know, someone's all of a sudden, that, that hot dog's about twice the size of, on, on someone else's plate. It, it throws kind of fairness out the window, won't they?
0: Yeah, that's true. That's true.
1: This is a funny one. Well, it's funny. It's, it's, the word is funny. So many eaters will attempt to put as much food in their mouths as possible during the final seconds of a contest. This is known as chipmunking. <laughs> if, uh, if chipmunking is allowed in a contest, eaters are given a reasonable amount of time, less than two minutes usually, to swallow the food or risk a deduction from their final total.
0: Right. OK, so basically the, the, the time is coming up and they can turn around and basically eat. Whatever's left in their mouth. So yeah. that's why they do it. So you could stuff another five hot dogs in your mouth and yeah, yeah. you swallow them. But counts. you've got to finish.
1: Okay. Yeah. Going back to what we are saying about all oh, what I said about. <laughs>
0: <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Wait a minute. Just an analogy. Yeah. Do you ever remember sensible soccer where the the whistle wouldn't go until the ball crossed the line? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. basically what chipmunking is. It's like, okay, well, I'll tell you what, as long as it's stuffed in your mouth, we <laughs> won't call time on you. It
1: will still count. <laughs> go for it. Go for it. <laughs> When I said earlier about the breads would be difficult, they said where eaters, in many contests, eaters are allowed to dunk foods in water or other liquids to soften the food to make it easier to chew. Uh, That usually takes place, yeah, involving a bun or doughy, doughy parts. But professional contests often enforce a limit on the number of times competitors are allowed to dunk food. Which I would think, doesn't it balance out? If you're dunking it twice... Aren't you taking up more time? I'd I know. I,
0: if I'm being honest, I've seen the dunking thing when it comes, and again, it's it, it's like you said, whenever it's anything that's bready, it's just so oh, get up. I don't like that as a rule. I think it's pointless. It, I feel like it kind of defeats the object because let's say you've got a hot dog bun, you're dipping it so it goes all mushy. It's kind of just not a hot dog bun anymore, no, yeah, is it? Yeah. yeah. I feel oh, like, yeah, I'd that, be I don't, awful I've never actually. Liked that
1: i've got a couple more rules here competitors are required sorry i'm laughing because it's it's funny but i I see it competitors are required to maintain a relatively clean eating surface through the contest excess debris after the contest results in a deduction from the final total i mean if it's like a complete sausage or a bun i get it but what counts as excessive debris
0: yeah and who who measures it and like midway through (laughs) are you just supposed to like put your face on the desk and hoover up all the crumbs like Yeah, again, I mean, maybe it's because in previous instances they've had people cheating and, like, scooping stuff either under tables or whatever it might be.
1: And this is it. This is in the final bit. If at any point during or immediately after the contest a competitor competitor regurgitates any food, he or she will be disqualified. Vomiting, also known as a reversal, or as ESPN and the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest call it, a reversal of fortune, includes obvious signs of vomiting as well as any small amounts of food that may fall from the mouth deemed by judges to have come from the stomach. Small amounts of food already in the mouth prior to swallowing are excluded from this rule. So yeah, so if you want to get into the game, you've got to follow those. But something that came to mind, sorry, before we go back to you, something that came to mind about like the dunking, I'll never forget. And this challenge I've, I think I've actually got in my list. Man versus food again. He did one. It was an ice cream eating one. And he actually, while he was doing that, ordered a plate of fries to eat because he said the salt helped him. It kind of broke up from the sweetness and the gloopiness. So he would eat. He ordered extra food, basically. That wasn't part of the competition (laughs) just to break up that that kind of texture in his mouth so yeah
0: i guess that kind of makes sense as well it's like a change for your body because i guess when you're turning around it's it's a little bit like again have you ever turned around and eaten like a few back well do you know what this is terrible as well because i just don't eat one bag of crisps i eat six but do you know after you've eaten six bags of crisps for instance or a family bag yes
1: let's say i've done that (laughs) for all
0: (laughs) intensive purposes yes thanks um you've ever turned around and said oh you know what i need a kinder bueno now because i've got too much like too much um, like salt in my mouth. Basically, you're like, oh, I need to break yeah. it up, or like you do something like that. You eat something that's really, really savoury, and you're like, oh, I need something sweet, like a glass of coke or yeah, yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Um, my God, I come across as such an unhealthy fat slob, but yeah, I, I probably am as well in real life. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, I kind of understand that point. To be fair,
1: I think it's just interesting. The the more professional you get, these kind of little tips and tricks that they develop in that community.
0: Well, in actual fact as well, I, I had a look because I, rem- I remember watching a video. This is completely separate um, about people that have cheated previously. And, you know, I said about Joey Chestnut, he beat um, a guy, Kobayashi's um, eating record. Kobayashi to this day still maintains that Joey Chestnut cheated and that he thinks that the MLE are involved.
1: Oh, no, come on. Don't say it ain't so.
0: Yeah, because he turns around and said that he is absolutely adamant that Joey Chestnut's hot dogs were smaller than his, which gave him an unfair advantage.
1: You're then calling on the integrity on the of the judges. Your your question. Well, we've that. seen it.
0: We've seen it in boxing before. So is it well, possible to see it in, it in, see it in the sports. MLE? Yeah, this is what I mean. You know, they're they're portraying themselves like some WWE sort of organization, <laughs> and we know that that's scripted.
1: Well, you know when what's the word fraud and corruption comes to the competitive food competitions the world the world has taken a dive then yeah (laughs) Yeah.
0: people all of a sudden turning around and placing bets you've got bookies taking shady bets on competitive eating
1: there are criticisms of it did you see any of the criticisms I know you've got some of the dangers haven't you
0: so I mentioned this previously and I think that this is probably a fair point And again, why I think it's probably not something that has risen in the UK as much. And one of the main ones is, again, just about it being a bit gluttonous. So it's all about excess and as well, especially nowadays when typically there are more people that are heavier than they probably should be. Again, me being one of them. It's just not something that you kind of want to promote, I guess, especially to young people involved. As much as the people on stage that are eating are, again, a lot of the time, very, very skinny. Like you've just said, in terms of training regimes, I know that the beard versus, uh, sorry, the beard meets food, Adam, he's literally turned around and said after eating challenges, sometimes I just don't eat for days because you just don't need to. And again, in the lead up, he won't eat in the lead up because he needs to make room for food pretty much. What is actually quite interesting, and this is something that happened in China, um, obviously mukbang videos have been quite a common theme in recent years. And they, they passed legislation which banned competitive eating competitions and mukbang videos basically to combat food waste.
1: And I think that's what I was saying earlier when I meant, like I said, the social thing. I think nowadays it's one of those things where I think it's looked at probably harsher than it was before. I guess.
0: There was one really interesting point, though. It was a psychiatrist, Kim Dennis. And this is, again, it's not funny. It's just the context of the fact that you've got psychiatrists who are weighing in on this because that's how serious this sort of thing is. Um, And they quoted and said, somebody eating 70 hot dogs in 10 minutes is self-abuse to some extent. Warned that competitive eating carries risks with development of an eating disorder for people who had any sort of predisposition to have one.
1: But you could probably... see that about the 70 hot dogs in 10 minutes because like we said you can't feel good afterwards so maybe maybe there is something in it i don't know
0: i just feel like there is a level of harm that you are having to inflict on yourself and again when you look at some of the injuries and adverse health effects i mean we talked about how beard meets food nearly died on a hotel room floor after eating poutine um and it talked about basically there was risks increased um sorry increased risks of stuff like stomach ulcers and again because of increased water intake basically water intoxication because it is possible to die from drinking too much water yeah yeah, i think about four liters in, in the space of a couple of hours would probably be enough to do it Again, beard meets food has talked talks about on his YouTube channel before, but in terms of like abdominal cramps, diarrhea and all of that sort of thing. It is actually something that's that's probably quite dangerous. And I feel like the people that are involved in it, because they've been involved in it for so long, kind of just accept those risks. I don't know if it's something that I'd want to push people to get into.
1: But I think I wonder if that's the thing. You know, we we kind of talk about this and when people look at it, there's a bit of amusement. There is an element of training and body adaptation. So Is it that people look at it and maybe on a drunken night out or when they get in with a group of mates say, oh, let's do it. And that's when things happen because you're not used to doing that. But they they see these things. And is it fun or is it a dare or is it in a drunken state they decide to try emulate that? Is that where the problems come? Because, you know, they said some of them they start two months beforehand training. You know, and it's not okay. like they just rock up. They 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 are actually training for it. So it's literally longer than boxing camp. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I said about the the montage video. It just shows that you can't just turn up and eat twenty chilies or tw- or sixty two hot dogs just like that. <laughs> well, and um, you've, I think you've got something that kind of backs up the dangers as well, don't you?
0: Yeah. Now I'm going to talk about deaths. <laughs> um obviously being the one that brings up the negative do, yeah. things yeah yeah because that's what i do this is this is my role here and now surprisingly most deaths in eating competitions don't actually occur from you having some sort of breakdown and or seizure or something like that as a result of basically you taking in too much food most of them occur because of choking which is strange because I kind of think to myself, surely at an eating event where you people are gulping food as quickly as they can, someone who can do the Heimlich manoeuvre is the one thing that you need there.
1: Yeah, that's surprising. You'd think there would be precautions for that. Yeah, you, you would
0: think. So again, there's been a few notable ones. Basically, there are thereabouts one every year in terms of people dying from choking. So 2012, this one is pretty grim in terms of the event as well competitively eating live cockroaches and worms oh, man. and it was actually only after he choked to death that the autopsy revealed he had choked to death to begin
1: with what do you mean sorry
0: i don't think anybody had realized Oh, really they didn't know what happened to right him, right so they didn't realize yeah. what was happening to him and then an autopsy had later revealed that he choked to death um 2013 64 year old man Choked uh, during a pie eating contest, died July 4th, 2014. Now, this is at Nathan's hot dog eating contest in 2014. 47-year-old eater, choked to death during the hot dog contest. Uh, 2016, man choked to death in a KFC speed eating competition. Funny enough, not affiliated with KFC, but they just used their product, which I imagine they probably weren't happy about. And I imagine there was probably a court case over that one as well, because they Mm -hmm. used the word KFC. At a university... There was a pancake eating contest in 2017. Female student died by choking as well. Again, 2019, choking at a taco competition. 2020, choking at uh, an eating contest. 2021, choking and falling unconscious at a hot dog um, contest. It's unbelievable. The
1: the thing to say is that is that is on, you know, I know it seems obvious, but that is really sad. I mean, for a competition and something that's like non-contact, non-combative, It's depressingly sad that these people are losing their lives to that. Like you said, especially for something, we don't know the the details of it, but something that feels preventable. Even when it's happening, it should be preventable.
0: Yeah, and that's the thing. So I don't know if with these eating contests, I feel like if you're going to do these things, we we have to appreciate. I feel like we know that there's risks. And also, maybe the reason that this sort of thing doesn't happen in the UK is because... There's more of an onus on people that are organising it. So do you know, like we talked about cheese roll, the health and safety, the health and safety. Yeah, yeah. from a health and safety perspective, I just feel like you're not getting away with allowing 15 people to line up and eat as much food as they possibly can by virtue of the fact that you're probably going to be responsible for negligence if one of them dies. So I feel like that in the UK might probably be another reason as to why we don't do it. But I feel like if this is going to be an actual thing, which it has been for probably the last you know 30 years, properly and. Even when you said you were a kid so you know I feel like if this is going to be a proper thing you need to have the right regulation in place and that seems mental to turn around and say you need to make sure that the health and safety people are there when people are chugging 60 gallons of ice cream but it, you you genuinely need these people there
1: well I guess we don't know though we don't know the specifics so I guess we probably shouldn't speculate I mean we, like I said unless you unless there are more details on that so I guess what that does show though is that uh, you know and, and it feels weird to say it is we sh- we should say like you shouldn't try this at home it does it does show that there are dangers right it's it's sad it's sad
0: well like i said i mean in in terms of the fir- the one in 2014 that was at Nathan's hot dog eating contest which is the prime event in the states really isn't it? that's the record that everybody seems to want from what i understand so to me for that to be happening at what is kind of like the showcase event is probably a little bit concerning
1: yeah but but what i mean though is could it be that because there's stuff stuffing food is it not overly obvious at the start we don't know did that person have anything else wrong with them yeah, do you know what i mean I, like i said i don't think we should speak late. i guess the key thing here is that you know however you look at it th- there is an inherent danger yeah, yeah, yeah 100%. Adventure. And
0: and when you think about it, if you look at kind of contact sport, there's probably a boxing death once a year nowadays. I mean, obviously, yeah. boxing deaths are shocking still. But on average, I think it's probably safe to say that there's one relatively high profile one every year. So if competitive eating is on that same vein, but one sport is about how much food you can fit in you, and the other sport is about literally punching another man in the head until he's unconscious, I feel like there's enough of a worry there for it to be a concerning thing.
1: Yeah, but that but that's exactly what we said. The bodies are complicated things. If, as much as we know about them, they're still we're still quite frail, aren't we? What else have you got? Well, I was gonna run
0: through some contests and say as to whether or not you'd be willing to try them.
1: Okay, let's say that, because I've I've got the same. But before um before we go, I've got some of the records. I went onto the MajorLeagueEating.com com website <laughs> And I've got some of the records. They've got 24-inch pizza, yeah, and it's seven and a half extra large slices. The record for that is 15 minutes. And that was in, that's I think the record, that was in 2005. Then there's Pizza, 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 which I love pizza. We've got, I've got asparagus here. <laughs> um, <laughs> Who eats asparagus on a good day? Who puts well, it on their
0: plate anyway? Well,
1: we I know after just a few um, few heads of asparagus what your pea smells like after, let alone this one. Oh my is god, could
0: the... you imagine? You go <laughs> into a public pounds. bathroom and evacuate it. Like what yeah. on earth?
1: It's twelve pounds, twelve over twelve pounds of <laughs> deep fried asparagus spears. That was ten minutes. <laughs> deep fried asparagus. Hi, can I have asparagus but make it unhealthy, please? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And yeah, we've got bacon here at the end. I think you said it was 182 strips. Uh, so that was in 2015. So yeah, so that was some of the records. But yeah, let's let's do some challenges. Let's finish on a bit of a fun thing. I've got some as well. So let's see what you've got. Okay, and then I'll, so I'll throw some at you.
0: Now this is, I've got off the bat. I'll see what you think first, um, but I wouldn't do this one. Oyster eating. No, no. Yeah. Can't do it too slimy. Don't like oysters on the best of days. Yeah, I've had one and that's the
1: only one I'm ever going to have.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's only an eight millet challenge, but the prize money as well is only $1,000. I feel like that's not enough to make me an oyster, just a, just one of them. So <laughs> I wouldn't do that one. This one's great because it reminds me of a food that you'd see in, do you know, like the name reminds me of something you'd see in like fallout or something? yeah. Um, yeah. Slug burgers.
1: <laughs> Here we go. Now,
0: not actually made of slugs. Yeah. A slug burger is basically deep fried beef, onions, pickles and mustard, basically all together in a bun. But yeah, beef, onions, pickles, and mustard. So it's basically just a burger. But again, how do we make a burger even more unhealthy? Deep fry everything.
1: What, is it one or or is it many? Yeah, so
0: basically are... it's as many you can eat in 10 minutes.
1: I'd probably give it a go. I, I, the thing is, right, I'd give a lot of these a go, but I wouldn't be able to do them. I'm not saying I'd be anywhere near, but I'd probably, yeah, I'd, I'd at least give that a go.
0: Be willing to try that one. Yeah, yeah. Current record, 41 slug burgers into slug burgers in 10 minutes. <laughs> Joey Chestnut, obviously, because the man holds all of the records. Now, <laughs> this one here is the jalapeno eating challenge. And this nope. is nope. eight minutes nope. to eat as <laughs> nope. many. Jal- no, jalapenos aren't terribly hot, though, to be fair.
1: No, they're not. But sorry, carry on. But no, but I wouldn't want to eat loads of them. That's the thing.
0: Okay, fair enough. So, in eight minutes, what do you reckon the record is set in 2011? <sighs> in
1: eight minutes. And this
0: was, again, Pat Bertaletti. This was. Pat Deep Dish Bertoletti. So I imagine he loves the Chicago
1: Town Pizza. 50. 275. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> yeah, that 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 toilet visit, that next toilet visit is not going to be a pleasant <laughs> one.
0: Um, this one I'm a little bit unsure of. The
1: National Fried
0: Mushroom Eating Championship. No. Would you give that a go?
1: No. I like Again, mushrooms, like- but I wouldn't want to eat loads to them like that
0: yeah i feel like they're a bit of a slimy texture but also deep fried it's like again give me mushrooms but make them unhealthy
1: yeah 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 now
0: again the record for the mushroom eating is actually pretty impressive because it's 5.2 kilos in eight minutes impressive,
1: That's impressive. i don't
0: know if i could eat five and five and a bit kilos of anything in eight minutes
1: yeah, and especially mushrooms. Like I say, I like them, but I just... Yeah, they're one of those ones. Once I've had a certain amount, I don't want any more.
0: Yeah, like, do you know the perfect portion on like a full English breakfast? That's it. You're just there. They're just a bit of a token kind of thing. Yeah. Can't do yeah. more than that. Yeah. Um, this one I feel like I'd be willing to try. Peanut butter and jelly sandwich eating World Championships.
1: Do you know what I'm going to say no. Really? Yeah, I, I, I love peanut one. butter, but jam would be quite sweet. Yeah. Yeah, because that's what it is, right? Let's do it for call it for what it should be: peanut butter and jam, right? <laughs> it bur- yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, sorry, <laughs> for our
0: American friends across the pond, but it is just jam. Unfortunately, there is no jelly. Um, jelly wobbles and it stays in the fridge. <laughs> yeah,
1: um, yeah, no, I, I just think it'd be too too rich, too sickly for me.
0: I don't mind that one because I feel like the bread would kind of contrast the sweetness. So I feel like you could kind of get away with that one. Again, I think current record is thirty in ten minutes, which again yeah, is pretty yeah. bloody impressive.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: <laughs> Gyozas.
1: Oh yes, I know what those are. They're yeah, um... they're
0: like the Japanese things in like the pastry. Um, usually served like um, they're kind of moist, almost. They're like yeah, definitely. Like yeah, I'd do
1: that. I would do that. Absolutely.
0: You'd be willing to give that one a go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, the record for this one is held by Matt Stoney, and he ate how many do you think
1: in 10 minutes? They're quite they're quite small, aren't they? They are quite small, yeah. They're well, quite I small. think the um, the outside, I think, can be quite filling. But in how many? Eight minutes or 10? 10 minutes. 10 minutes. All right, minutes. Six, 60 seconds. I like how I'm trying to like, apply mathematical yeah, like, equations. Yeah, equation yeah. <laughs> 60 seconds. Let's say you can eat 35 a minute. What would that be? Did you say 10 minutes? I've forgotten again. 10
0: minutes. 10 minutes.
1: Right, that would be 350, but I'm gonna knock it off. So say 250.
0: 323. You were quite oh, close I was with. quite close. Oh damn it. Yeah, that, that's bloody impressive because it is basically what, like one every two and a bit seconds or something. Yeah, jeez, right. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Okay. That
0: one's impressive. We were gonna go through the hot dog one, but again, I feel like hot dogs you would have a go at, but would never yeah. ever get near the record no. for. What about chicken wings?
1: Hot or normal? Just normal. Yeah, I'd, I'd well, absolutely... They're, well,
0: they're Buffalo ones, so Buffalo ones aren't particularly... Hard, oh, no, I'd, I'd, I'd absolutely too, right? give
1: it a go. I'd absolutely give it a go.
0: Now, if I was ever going to break a record, it would probably either be for wings or ribs because I love wings and I love ribs. Yeah, you do, actually. Though. So, yeah, I, I would I would happily have a go at this one. And if Joey Chestnut... Boy, if you hold this record, I would be happy to come for this one. And
1: what's the record? Now... What's, what's the record?
0: I actually think the record for this is like 182 wings in 30 minutes. Oof. That's a lot of wings, but again, I kind of feel like if I turned up to America and sat down for one of these challenges, we wouldn't get the piddly little wings that we get here. When you go to a place, you would get gigantic, mammoth like buffalo proper wings that you just wouldn't see here.
1: The other thing about this that's come to mind when we talk about this is just the the preparation of it all. Yeah, <laughs> it's all the preparation. Yeah, like, of
0: all this do you know the thing that annoys me is like, do you know when you sit down to do one of these challenges, is everything already cold? Well, I guess it must be. I guess it must because be. Because if you get there and you've got a plate of wings and it's all cold food, like even with the burgers and the hot dog challenges and stuff, like imagine just snapping down on cold hot dogs. Or do Unless they cook them and warm, then.
1: Maybe it's kept warm. You know, you can keep them on hot plates and things like that, maybe.
0: Yeah, I would hope so. This next one's pretty impressive. Mayonnaise in competition. No, I like mayonnaise, but no. No. <laughs> the winner of the competition usually consumes about three and a half kilos worth of mayonnaise. Oh, jeez.
1: No. Now, to be
0: honest, I feel like this is one that would probably make me throw up in about 60 seconds. I don't think I could do it. Yeah. Not spoonfuls of mayonnaise.
1: No. You know, it's nice in a tuna. Tuna mayonnaise, but I couldn't just imagine... Yeah, one spoon would be enough. No.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think I'd immediately throw up. Um, This one I don't think you'll like because of what you'd said previously. Ice cream sandwich eating.
1: Yeah, no, I wouldn't want to do that. No. Really? I feel like that one's quite nice.
0: Cookies with ice cream. I feel like I'd get too sickly too soon.
1: I think it's one I'd like to give a go, enter it, just eat the first one and then retire. And then, yeah, go home. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> like, yeah, I'm full. Thanks for my friend. Again, ice I
1: like the item. I'd give it a go, but I wouldn't want to actively try to do it.
0: Right. Okay. Fair enough. We've got a couple. Of, again, I think this one is more um, specialist to the US. This is crawfish eating.
1: Yeah, definitely do that.
0: Yeah, crawfish. I yeah, feel like yeah. this would be quite a satisfying one. Although you have to remember in this challenge, you also have to de shell them. And like take the heads off and get everything out of them as well in your record attempt or your during the competition. So they're
1: all still shelled. I've had to do that at weddings.
0: So Oh yeah, that's true. So, yeah. so taking into account that you've got to deshell them and stuff, the record for this was held in 12 minutes. How many do you reckon they did?
1: You gotta deshell them. Yeah, but I've seen people can deshell them really quickly. I reckon you can deshell it in a second. Alright, let's say I reckon you're looking at quick maths. Yeah, three <laughs> seconds, three to four seconds. How many minutes? Sorry? 12 minutes. Oh, wow. 12 minutes. All right. Let's say four seconds, right? At most. And that's pushing it. So you've got in a minute, what have you got? 10, all right. Let's say 12 a minute, 12 by 12. Uh, what's that? It's 120, 144. I'm actually going to round this one up.
0: <laughs> um, what? Can I just say, if you do the editing for this, can you put the countdown clock into that last bit?
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, Three, carry the one, hold <laughs> the two. For you to go, no, you're absolutely wrong. No, yeah, I'm going yeah. to go for 160.
0: Yeah, yeah, just sway off, 331.
1: Oh, no, don't do this. That's, that's yeah.
0: impressive. All, all that maths, all that maths, all to be wrong like that. Unbelievable. <laughs> um, this one's um absolutely grim, but you can tell me if it's better or worse than mayo, butter eating.
1: No, no. Um i no.
0: Okay, you have to pick one or the other, butter or mayonnaise, go.
1: Do you know what? I think I'd probably go for the mayonnaise over the butter. No way. Yeah. Over because butter. I, because I think the mayonnaise, because it's a liquid of sort, I said you could just <laughs> you drink sw- it through a straw. <laughs> well, no, no, you could just swallow it, whereas the butter you're biting into it and there's yeah, there's a yeah, I couldn't no. I would. I think it's the texture. I think you could almost imagine just swallowing it, <laughs> if you know what I mean. The <laughs>
0: mayonnaise. I feel like the, just the thought of going into the fridge and chowing down on a bar of Lurpak is grim enough as it is. But I feel like I'd rather do this one over the mayo, to be honest.
1: No, no mayo for me.
0: Yeah. No, oh, oh, that's a bit of a well. Um, you can enter the mayo, and I'll enter the <laughs> butter. That was the grim one that I wanted to finish on as well. But the record is just over a kilo worth of salted butter in five minutes jeez
1: all right i've got but to just to finish up i've got some i've cheated a little these aren't world records as such these are food challenges um which okay. i found now it says around the world but i think all of them bar one are in america um so naturally <laughs> and where possible i've tried to actually find out if they're still active some i could do that some i couldn't the first one is in Los Angeles, California. It's oh, yeah. big, big Mama and Papa's Pizza. And it's, tw- it's created with 20 pounds of dough, six pounds of sauce and 12 pounds of cheese. This bad boy may require you to pick up some hungry strangers off the side street. Um, you can have five people. So you could have four people helping you eat a 54 inch pizza. And it must be fully demolished to receive the $1,000. Now, it doesn't say a time. I have then looked at it. So, it's a, yeah, it's a 54-inch pizza, 200 squares of it. Technically, it serves 50 to 70 people, but you've got to eat it between five. So, you, you'd give that a go, wouldn't you? you? You'd get four mates and you'd give it a go, wouldn't you? Yeah, I mean, in reality,
0: if you have to turn around, 50, serves 50 to 70, did you say, sorry? Yeah, Usually. Yeah. So you're eating, what, on average, 10 persons portions? I guess if, yeah, yeah. you and your mates were hungry, you'd, you'd give that a go. Yeah, I think that's fair.
1: But the thing is, it's going to cost you $400, starts at $400 to try it. So there, that, there, there we go. So this is a difference get some, between... re- some yeah.
0: really hungry mates. Yeah. <laughs> right.
1: We're now going over to Texas, Amarillo, and it's the 72-ounce steak challenge.
0: But yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent would love it. And I
1: forgot it. to say, I got this from spoonuniversity.com. dot com. Um, they say everything is bigger in Texas. Well, I guess it's true considering this seventy two dollar meal consists of a seventy two ounce steak, shrimp cocktail, baked potato, salad, and a dinner roll. <laughs> if you successfully wolf down all this food in an hour before going into, uh, well, sorry, if you successfully wolf down all this food, the restaurant, Big Texas Steak grant will grant you. The mill for free. Oh okay. you so you, so you am- have to pay seventy two dollars to, to do it. And if you manage it, they'll they'll give that you back.
0: I mean, it sounds like a pretty banging mill for seventy two dollars anyway, does it not?
1: It does. There are eleven rules though on this. So this oh, is an wow. active one as wow. well, yeah. <laughs> right but yeah no absolutely like you said yeah it would be something you'd order if you imagine going on holiday and you you went into that you'd do it for for an instagram photo wouldn't you
0: yeah yeah you would wouldn't you you turn around just for the opportunity of the picture i'd i'd have it all rare as well but like could you just do my steak absolutely yeah. rare
1: yeah no no you, you would you right so the rules i'll skip through them quickly you've got to complete it in an hour if any not of the meal well. is not consumed you lose uh before the time starts you're going to be allowed to cut into the steak and take one bite if the steak tastes good and is cooked to your satisfaction we will start your time upon acceptable approval. The time will not stop and the contest is on so make sure before you say yes. So they, At least they make you say is it, is it cooked right for you? But yeah, they don't say impressive. how big the bite could be. Can you literally pick it up?
0: <laughs> as soon as you said that I immediately thought to myself yeah I'm taking one humongous chunk out of that steak being like yeah fantastic thanks lead me to it.
1: Once you start you can't stand up you can't leave the table or have I'll anyone else up. touch it. Yeah, yeah, you're not allowed to stand up, leave the table, or have anyone else touch it. You'll be disqualified if anyone assists you in cutting, preparing, or eating of your meal. This is your contest. You don't have to eat the fat, but we will judge this, which I think is fair. I mean, yeah, that's not really part of the steak. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Listen to this one, man. Should you become ill, I think they mean sick, because it will become clear. Should you become ill, the contest is over, you lose in capitals. And then it's got, <laughs> in brackets, please use a container provided as necessary. <laughs> you are required to pay the full amount up front. If you win, we will refund 100%. And this one's interesting. You must sit at the table that we assign. So what? what what's that all about? Do they waft smells in your way to to, to make you feel full or something i know that they have horrible things in front of you to make you to put you off
0: they put you right next to the bathroom
1: yeah 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 if you do not win the steak challenge you're welcome to take the leftovers with you you'd probably just want to leave it there wouldn't you
0: yeah yeah i feel like yeah at that point i'd be like no 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 no
1: thanks damn they really be strict in texas yeah, no consumption or sharing of the leftovers is allowed in the restaurant once the contest is over, which I find interesting.
0: Do you reckon maybe that's not to stop people claiming that they finished it and then like having maybe. an argument about it, maybe?
1: Maybe, maybe, I don't know. And if you fail to complete the challenge, you must pay the $72. So, yeah, that is, uh, did it say, that's a big Texas steak ranch in Amarillo, Texas?
0: Would go, not not as fond of as having more rules than you see in modern day football. <laughs> but yeah it's certainly got this you know what it's only a matter of time before they introduce var into food eating <laughs> yeah so you're gonna get a, a waitress that comes along and they turn around to you and they're just like no no we saw that you definitely spilt that on the floor <laughs> um but yeah i'd happily have a go at that one
1: All Right, i think this one is in pennsylvania so we're getting around the states here i think it's a place called clearfield and it's the beer barrel main event burger and oh my god actually you've got to see a picture of this burger to believe it it's <laughs> it's it's amazing right So before you say yes or no, whatever the price, hamburgers will always be one of the most quintessentially American foods. Priced at a whopping $379, this £123 giant features an £80 beef patty, £30 bun, 12 tomatoes and 160 slices of cheese.
0: Right, right. And how many people get to try this?
1: Hold on, there's a little bit more. I think it's just shoot. The chefs top off the mouth-watering burger with a pound of lettuce, ketchup, mustard, and mayo. Finish a burger that weighs more than you in less than five hours. So they give you a fair amount of time. Okay. And you'll receive a $350 reward, T-shirt, and your name posted on the pub's Hall of Fame. But I swear to you, it sounds a lot, but if you can look it up, it's the Beer Barrel Main Event Burger. It just looks like it just looks like a joke. The picture. It it is huge. It's bigger than you can imagine. It. I mean, it's an eighty-pound burger.
0: Now, can I just? Yeah. Okay. Wow. Jesus. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That is obnoxious. Now, can I just ask, when they say you get rewarded with three hundred and fifty dollars, does that is that including your stake back or is your stake coming back on top as in like the money well, this you is, put in?
1: Well, this is a burger. No, I what I assume is they'll probably I, I wonder if it is either in a voucher, but no, I because it's three hundred and eighty dollars, so you're getting three hundred and fifty dollars back. I, I don't know if it's a refund or, or whatever, but ultimately you're getting a three hundred and fifty dollar reward. And a t shirt.
0: Yeah, you, yeah. You. You're still thirty dollars out of pocket, and you've also got yeah. diarrhea for the next yeah, six but, days. Yeah, but
1: thirty dollars for that burger—that's—that's. That's, you've seen the picture right now, and it's impressive. <laughs> Actually, I'll put—I'll probably tweet a picture when this episode goes out. Um, right, we're going over to California now, San Francisco.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> this one, I think, was made famous on Man vs. Food. This was the kitchen sink challenge. I don't know if you've seen it. So this is at the San Francisco Creamery Company, and it's Can You Really Finish the Kitchen Sink Without Getting a Brain Freeze or Two? So basically, it is a kitchen sink full of ice cream.
0: Yeah, I remember this, yeah. Yes. yeah. So
1: it consists of three bananas, eight scoops of ice cream, eight different toppings, whipped cream, nuts, and a cherry. This massive sundae may just be the sugar rush you've been needing. Complete it in under, na- under an hour, and you'll win your free ice cream for a year. Eight scoops of ice cream? Yeah. Doesn't it doesn't sound much bad. look at the picture kitchen sink challenge before you say that and it's uh 70 to do it or just under Seven,
0: that's not bad price it literally is served in a kitchen sink wow yeah. love the dedication to that and you see
1: the size of it it's a lot and this is the one i said the, the man versus food guy was having the fries this is the one i remember seeing oh uh, yeah would you no,
2: do
1: it? yeah i would do that
0: and yeah, and of all of them, if I'm being honest, of all of them, I think that one's probably the most reasonable one that I could do.
1: Under an hour and you get free ice cream for a year again, although you probably wouldn't want it to see it again. Free ice cream for a year. Yeah, you know what? While I'm looking
0: at it, I know that it, it is obviously ridiculous and the pictures <laughs> are stupid, but in comparatively to the other challenges, the burger that I've just seen, this is light work, I think.
1: Right, we're going over to another state now, Minnesota.
0: This is amazing traveling all over. Yeah, the
1: Brooklyn Park in Minnesota. This is the Ghost Wing Challenge.
0: Here we go. <laughs> Comes with a waiver, doesn't it? Yeah, I don't know how
1: to <laughs> if if this is Gervin or Jervin, but Gervin Grill, notorious for their ten blazing hot wings, requires each person to demolish a plate of wings in fifteen minutes or less. You may be thinking ten wings—that's a piece of cake. You will be taking this back when you find that the ghost pepper is the hottest chili pepper and 400 times hotter than Tabasco sauce. So would you, I mean, we've said about your, obviously your, your bad. <clears throat> my, my, my fragile intestines. Yeah. Only for the sake of my health. I'd probably
0: have to just pass this one up. I'd like to watch people attempt it live, but I could never do it myself, unfortunately, because I actually think it might kill me.
1: I look at this and the 10 hot wings makes like they say that it's a piece of cake makes me think, yeah, you could do it because 10, you could, you could get through that. but. And again, I've seen enough of the challenges. The sauce is going to get over your lips, over your face, and it's going to start burning. It's not just you eating it. It, it, It's going to be on your fingers. You're going to touch your... If you touch your eyes, you're fucked. (laughs) You
0: know? (laughs) Going to the toilet afterwards.
1: And, And for the last one... Well, the last one of this, we're actually coming over to England.
0: Oh, wow. Okay, impressive.
1: Yeah, so England gets one. Great Yarmouth in England. (laughs) <laughs> if if you come over, go there. It's a nice little seaside resort. This is called the Kids Breakfast Challenge, but that's kids with a Z. And this is a kids challenge. You say, think again. Six thousand calories and nine pounds of food in one hour sitting sounds absolutely repulsive. And again, it, it the thing is, nine pounds of food is when you consider some of the other size, But again, it's it's the food it consists of. So it's basically it's a huge English breakfast. So it's nine pounds of bacon, sausages potatoes, mushrooms, bread, eggs, beans, and hash browns. So it's it's that stodgy, you know, and, yeah. and, the, and the thing about this one, and I think this may have been removed because when I found this, it's saying here health experts are demanding the removal of this dish and cautioning people with a heart condition that they could die from eating three days' <laughs> worth of calories in one sitting.
0: Amazing, right.
1: Completing the task alone in less than an hour wins you a free meal. So those were the the main ones I thought they were the interesting ones I did find there was a giant eclair challenge
0: (laughs) I love that one
1: (laughs) I think these are all in England I think actually it was um the giant eclair challenge has been around for a few years but it only went viral in the last couple of years because someone actually completed it it's 5,000 calories again if you finish it in one sitting, it's free and you get a giant Eclair t shirt. And if you fail, it costs you twenty pounds, which doesn't feel a lot. Considering you could go to a high end restaurant in London and buy a dessert probably for twenty pounds anyway, couldn't you?
0: Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true.
1: Yeah, and then they're all pretty much of a muchness, you know, state change pancake. But I think I think what we're saying there is some of them I would definitely want to try it, but I I could tell you now I wouldn't as much as I love food, there's no way I could, could attempt it. But it is interesting, like I said on the last one, you know, there are dangers. So, you know, for everything we've said, it is a, yeah, it's definitely um just consult your doctor and don't try this at home, you know, before you try anything like this. That's what I've got. Those are food challenges, success food challenges.
0: Maybe we should look to attempt a couple of the UK ones as well as going to cheese rolling them within the next
1: year. Yeah. Okay. You can start on the butter one. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh no! to attempt a wing one maybe and then a rib one and then maybe we can go and try the English breakfast one. But yeah competitive eating I feel like it's never really gone a cotton on like it has in the States in the UK. I feel like there's no one and also I think things are a little bit more expensive here.
1: Yeah definitely definitely.
0: And so I feel like you just wouldn't get away with it anyway not to mention health and safety but yeah competitive eating I could probably break that challenge with the ice cream. I think I'd be more than welcome to do that one. It was a nice stop off from week two of food month um, and it, again I feel like much like after the last episode i'm probably going to be hitting the fridge just before letting you go we're going to play the trailer for the live stream for the cure
2: hello everyone my name is nick i'm the host of Nikolai's kitchen and i'm also the host of the annual live stream for the cure And
0: as always, we know that there's many podcasts from which you can choose, so we thank you for listening to Casting Views.